I'm, re- I'm re- recording. You've gone again. Hold on, mate. What is going on here? Uh, what? There you are. Oh, fuck it. So, yeah, mate. It's just you. You do look like you've lost a lot of weight. I can't lie to you. Sweet. I've seen a couple of reasons. Your reason, no, mate. I haven't. I've put on because I've started drinking again, and it's all gone a little bit tits up. Yeah, mine was stress. I just couldn't. Oh, mate, it, I can imagine. Have you ever? I can been, imagine there was a lot of it though. It's weird though. Like I've had it before years ago, where you're not, you just feel normal, but you're not hungry. You got no appetite. I can't explain it. Like <laughs> you don't feel like. I don't know. Yeah, but is that not is that not when like you where you haven't eaten like you don't eat for a while, and then you then get like your like your stomach starts shrinking and then you're like oh yeah and then you just don't fancy food because I got to a point where I get out of it I start feeling really full and with all your anxiety and shit like that you just don't want to eat yeah maybe. and then you get into that you get into that thing where you're just like trying to just like eat for the sake of it and then you get bored of it yeah. And now I'm feeling a lot less stressed. I'm trying to fucking not put the weight back on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, mate, to be off no, because I think it was it was a time. I think it was after the whole Caitlin thing with you. Yeah. You went through a stage where you was getting removed and stuff like that. And for you, that must have been like really fucking like because I know what it's like for me because obviously like you know, I did this for my mental health, same as you. Yeah. And it's the same as like it's like when you're when that is what you rely on. Yeah. And when you keep getting knocked down and knocked down and knocked down by these people that just fucking are just, I can't take a joke. And me and you are in the same thing like with Alf. When, well, obviously I was with my missus at the time and we were sitting there and she's a real big fucking fan of you as well. She fucking loves you. Uh, and um, when you was doing all the stuff with Alf and stuff and when it was just people were just taking it tight, like oh, he's beating him and stuff like that, you could see on Alf's face that he was fucking loving it. Yeah, I know. I mean, the problem with that is like, not, not saying it to brag, but the videos were going viral. So when it's got like millions of views and there's only like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. Because there's people going, how do you how do you cope with the hate? And I was like, well, there's three people out of millions yeah. owning. So it's not that bad. Yeah. There's always going to be one, isn't there? It's the whole social services thing for me that tops it off. I think you did a video when they come around the house and stuff like that, though. Yeah, basically, he that was... fucked me off looking at that stand. I had the police turn up randomly. Like Caitlin moved out, and then she come yeah. back. She come back for a week because it was so far away. She said, "Look, I'm going to come back and stay for a week and sort my stuff out, and you can see Alfie for a week." So I was like, "Yeah, gassed." Did she you come back? Her? No, it was the oh, uh, wrong time of the month out of all the times. Yeah, but listen, there's nothing wrong with a bit of fucking Bloody Mary, mate. Sometimes nah, you got to... Or take... Or if the river's running red, take the dirt track. You've not heard that? I have heard that. We used to say... You <laughs> used to say that at school, Ben. <laughs> no, I calm down, mate. You're older than me, dickhead. Well, this, this, this You've talk lost about... your hair, To be fair, though, I was going to say to you, I was going to say you're losing your hair, but fuck me, I ain't dying on that. Look, fuck me. Let's talk about your age. I forgot what I was saying. I was going to go talk about saying, but I want to talk right. about your age quickly. How old are you? Tell me the truth. <laughs> I'm, fuck you, you bug. <laughs> to be fair, if my ID didn't get stolen, I'm 22 and I would have showed you. But I am I actually 22. People think I'm 35. I don't think it's because you look older, necessarily. You do look slightly older. It's just the way you act, I suppose. You've just got an old soul. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like stuck in where me mum and dad are really old fashioned. I'm stuck in that sort of way where, like, even with my girlfriend, like, I'll sit there and I'll go, like, I'll pay for everything. Like, she'll offer and I'll say, no, like, the man pays this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And mm. I think it's where I've been through a lot of shit and I've moved, I've done, I've done so many things as like a young person. I was pushed to do so much. Like, at, like at 18, I had a fucking full business that I, I bought and I moved away. I've moved out for two and a half years at 16 to fend for myself to play rugby. Like, and I like moved around the country to play rugby and like grew up a lot more, like hung around with a lot more older people. Um, because I didn't really get along with people my own age because it was all a bit like fucking who was on top dog, who was this, who was that, you know? Yeah. And so- I think personally, Personally, it's just one of them things that you just go through to like put you in that place. Sometimes it's boring because I wish I could fucking go out. 
you know, I wish I'd go out and live the life of a normal 22-year-old, but I've got, I've got responsibilities, you know. Yeah, so how did you get into your, buying a business at 18? And what was the business, so got, for, for those that don't know? So I've got, um, so got inheritance. Obviously, I lost my name granddad. Um, and I've got inheritance and instead of like spunking up the wall like any other 18 year old with that um, I saw a trophy shop and obviously my mum and dad were already in trophies anyway so I thought you know what smart I'm literally going to fucking invest that in that get a turnaround from that and build it up and then Covid just fucking fingered me in the arse really and then sort of lost it it was a, it was a tough t- fucking tough time mate I can't lie to you when Covid fucked it like to get all that money that your nan and granddad left you to build up something for yourself to then have that all fucking shit on because of some fucking disease right? yeah. and some like virus is fucking hard. Like I went for a real fucking real like to lose fucking 80 grand, mate. It was 80 grand that your nan and grand had left you to fucking like set you up for life and just been fucking literally. Um, it was tough for me because like the whole death thing anyway was quite deep, but fuck, it was like shit. Fucking yeah. shit. I mean, I've not really, I didn't speak to him properly about this. I don't know why, but I think Johnny Vintus lost about 80 grand as well in the lockdown. Yeah, he did. I did, I did hear about that. I did um, hear about that. Yeah, it's fucking mental. But how are you doing now, though? Thriving. Um, getting there, just fucking drama, mate. Just kills everything off, doesn't it? Yeah. Just fucking trying to stay out with that. I'm trying to stay out of drama. I'm trying to watch it. Because I'm, I'm one of these people where I find it entertaining to watch a bunch of people fucking argue and you're trying to follow the story. Yeah. You know, but when when you get yourself caught up in it and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, fucking hell, someone's trying to come at me. Like, fuck off. Yeah. I've noticed these big creators, not always, but who's ever in the drama, they're shouting these people out in videos and they're not tagging them. And I always say to them, why are they not tagging them? And now I know why they don't tag them. Because I've every time I tag someone, I get done for harassment and bullying. So this is... Yeah, that's the thing with me. That's fucking fuck, mate. The thing about it is a lot of them don't do it because of clout as well. I've never, ever reported a video. I think I might have once just to see what would happen and nothing fucking happened. Like when someone said they was going to chuck acid on Alfie and all this. But that's the thing that's really pissed no, me off recently. No one said, someone said that. Yeah, and the reason was a few people said sick things about him. And the reason it pissed me off is because it was his birthday. So I was obviously bummed out. I couldn't see him. I knew he was a kid or whatever. He said, I'm going to chuck oh, mate, that's acid on, on that's Alfie. Shit, so I've done a video reply saying, I know a policeman. Um, and I'm going to, I had this fucking, this is another story, which you won't go into, but I had an email from the police. So I green screened it and made it look like I'd gone to the police and I had this thank you email. But it was just something else, do you know what I mean? And it really looked like legit that I'd gone to the police. This kid shit himself and shut his profile down. That's it. And now I've got fully grown adults calling me. Yeah, a but gra- that's the thing. You, don't you find, Stan? Go on. Yeah, but don't you find, mate, that that's the, the way of life we are now is if the fact that everyone's fully because they think you won't do anything about it. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of it. I've seen a lot of. Where are you gone? Mate, you've gone. Oh, God. He's totally gone. Um, is he going to come back? Sorry, guys. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He's just gone off the screen. This has never happened before. Um, bollocks. Don't know if his phone's died or if he's going to come back or what's going on. Come on. Come back. Um. (laughs) Come on, Ben. What's going on?
Xbox. Where is he? Let's edit this bit out. Fuck's sake. Hello. Sorry, Stan, my phone died. That's never happened before. <laughs> my phone phone died. I'm going to have to edit that bit out. Um, let me just fi- let me just finish what I was going to say, though. So a kid said he's going to throw acid on the kid for attention or whatever. I said I'm going to the police. He shit himself. And then the video is heading viral. And I've got hundreds of fully grown adults calling me a grass and a snitch and saying snitches get stitches. Because of they think I've gone to the police because someone said they're going to throw acid over a baby. What the? the, that's, the that's thing, what's pissing the, me the off. Thing, the thing that I don't get though, mate, is these are fucking adults. If you if that happening to their kids, right? This is this is the way I look at everything about hate and stuff on TikTok. And when full grown adults sit there and chuck hate out at people, if someone done that to their kid, they would be fucking on it like a ton of bricks. Yeah, but why? Right, but because it's not happening to them. It's all fucking bad. Yeah, but even if you're one of those don't speak to the police, fucking snitches get stitches, bollocks. Surely that when it comes to a baby, the rules go out the window. Do you know what I mean? It's it's disgusting, but I've never, with TikTok, it's, it's, I personally think it's just, it's just a world full of just fucking weirdness. Where you go on there and it's just a whole new world of just weird people who are just if you were caught doing that on the outside world, right? Yeah. You'd just be fucking you'd look to so weirdly. And I think when you speak like you must have had it as well, Stan, when you sit there and you talk to people about TikTok and some of the things that go on, and if they're not involved in TikTok, they won't understand the concept of like what goes on on it, if you know what I mean. It's like the BDSM world. That's how I look at it. Yeah. If you're not involved in the BDSM and you don't get involved in all that shit, you won't understand it. Yeah. So you're a lot young. You're a lot younger than me. I started on social in MySpace days, and I'm so because I do music, so I was on MySpace. Yeah, but you were big, Stan, weren't you? Well, not that big. I had a little crew in MySpace. So I had MySpace, and I've gone on to. Facebook and fucking Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Every single social media since MySpace I've been on and I've never, ever been trolled until I joined TikTok. TikTok's a different world, like a different thing. I don't get it. It's like mental. Like it's, I saw, but you, you, I think when I followed you, I think you had 10K on Instagram and you were quite big on there though, mate. Yeah, I followed. That, long, did that take you a long time to build up or not? Well, yeah, I joined in. It's the only app that I've joined since it started. I remember when Instagram launched and I joined it like in the first week or something, which is about maybe 13 years ago. And I've got about 13,000 followers. So it's about a thousand a year. So in the grand scheme of things, it's not that great. <laughs> but um, I remember when you fo- yeah, I followed, I followed yeah, but you, you got, first. Yeah, but you got a point to present. And you followed me back. Yeah, but then yeah, I think I'm you've saying, done do a you couple remember- of... You've you done a couple of things back? that I was just fucking laughing about 
<laughs> Mate, I do remember when I followed you back. It was fucking hilarious. Because the thing about you, Stan, is you've got this banter and this dry banter. I mean, I know you off fucking, I know you TikTok, off TikTok anyway, but it's just the fact that when you sit there, if you don't get Stan Blade's banter, you will think he is dry as arseholes because it's it's a case where you just fucking say shit and you're just like, Stan, that shouldn't be funny. That should, it was like the video you posted the other day. You posted a video and I was sitting there with Elle and I was, we was laughing because, like I said, she's a fucking big fan here. She sat there as a pedo hunter one, but you sat there and went, I'm oh, going to yeah, go yeah. and meet this kid and fill him in. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, this shouldn't be funny. I mean, yeah. Stan Blade is dry as arsehole. But if you, like, if, you don't get, if you don't get your banter and you don't understand your background, yeah. you won't understand what you're trying to get out of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I was quite proud of that video because there was like loads of different funny bits in one video. The fact that you're meeting a 10 year old for a fight was funny. It was, I didn't know what <laughs> to be fair to you, mate. When the pedo hunter bit come out, I was fucking sitting there dying. I was sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake, Stan. I'm thinking you're actually, you're going to go and meet this geezer. Like you're going to have someone else in there. You're going to fucking sit there and like have a little skit, like, skit or something like that. The next minute, I've got a picture of Stan Blade's face, face bushed, and he's going, hi, I'm Derek from Pedos Hunters or something like that. I was sitting there, I was going, fuck me, Stan. Oh, my God. You know. But it was the fact when Alfie done the, the thing, the thing that, like, I think, like, got, like, my attention and, like, just everything about it was when you'd done the video with Alf and you were both, yeah. you was going, Bing, and you come in my life. I think I was in my old shop. And you sat there and you went, Ben. and then he done it and i sat there and i was just in love yeah that was really weird that was when i was on my phil mitchell everyone was saying can you say this can you say that well the first time you followed me i followed you and i don't know if you knew who i was then and i was like fuck and then the best thing i could say as phil mitchell was ben so i just done a video of you saying ben rants i think and then you duetted it with your mind blown about how much it sounded yeah. like phil mitchell and then that was it. That's how we made friends from what I remember. But yeah, there was, yeah. everyone was saying, can you say this? Can you say that? So I'm in the hallway doing all my fucking Phil Mitchell videos and out the corner of my eye, Alfie's there. And I just started, he'd never ever done it before. And I started recording him. And then he was like, Ben. And he was like doing the breathing. Hey, I, thought, I, really I, I cracked up here. I was like, I was like, no fucking way. But it's his ginger air. It's where we've all, we've, it's where us three have got a little bit of ginger bits. I think that's where we connected. Yeah, but yeah, but mate, I, yeah. I was I was sitting there. I was like, fuck, I was like, I was fucking dying. But like, what? So I don't. I don't like the thing about it is, mate. It's like with you. It's like, like, how would you? How did you find it? Like hopping on trends and shit like that. Like because, like me and you are the same sort of people. We don't follow trends. It's sort of we start yeah. our own, and that's the same with like with obviously like you were saying with your Phil Mitchell shit. Like with me, like I just rant about random shit that I just see during the day. Like how do you, like just like I don't know. I, I had to explain I, it. Yeah, I just got fed up with the Phil Mitchell thing. And people were like, if you carried on doing Phil Mitchell, you'd be at a million now. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to be fake. There's a certain TikToker, which I love to bits, in, and I know him really well. And his content is just a bit fake now. And I've told him that privately. And that's up to him. But I can't fucking do that. I can't just sit there and be fake for views. Do you know what I mean? I can do but that. Uh, yeah, mate, it's exactly the same. And I think I know what we're talking about, but I think it's the case where me and you, I, I would rather go on somewhere. And like when you're going out and people walk up to you and see you and, and stuff like that, and maybe like whatever, if they come up to you and you're, like the thing that I see is the celebrities. When you walk up to them, you see them on, on TV, lovely. Meet them in real life, cunts. Yeah, I've just met one through tiktok and he was oh. a right cunt to me there's a program called people just do nothing do you remember that oh i saw that he or craig did it yeah and he was my fucking favorite and he wasn't anyone that's not watched a show he's always you know when you watch a comedy and there's like someone that's in it just they're only in it sometimes and you're just watching the whole thing to wait for his character to come on so he was so fucking funny and i loved him and his girlfriend asked to come on the fucking podcast and then he messaged me saying that to pay him basically which is fair enough, but it just it just snowballed and we fell out and it was just like yeah, but there's a there's a way of going about and he blocked and me. I I mean I saw that I saw the I saw the messages that yeah. you posted and I thought 
hold on a minute. There's a way going about something here. Yeah, and I... the way he went, the way he went about it, prick. I, I, I love, I love the character, but again, yeah. it's the same with TikTok, and it's the same with the people that we're talking about. It's the fact that if you can't be yourself, don't be no one at all. Because when you come off the app, who are you? Yeah, it was a fact that I just you know? done one. I just done one with someone that's won a BAFTA, like Lauren Soccer, Kelly from Misfits. I don't know if you've seen her on the app. That's a weird one as well. Is she fit? She's an acquired taste. Oh right, okay. So would 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 Ben Rance do her? She's a bit too chavy. But she Oh, is she? She's um a lovely girl. But yeah, she's in a programme called Misfits, which I grew up watching. Not grew up because that makes sound like she's old. She's younger than me. But yeah, it's a How fucking... old is she? Is she in my age bracket though? We're talking about fit birds, Dan. You need to sort of like she's I think she's 30 now. Anyway, she was in the Arctic. Oh, she was in the Arctic Monkeys video with Stephen Graham. He's like one of my favorite actors. She was in Misfits, which I love. She's been in all this stuff that I love, and I made friends with her for TikTok, and we're like fucking best friends now. And she, she rings me every day, and she's like, "I'm gonna come and take you out for your birthday and that." And I'm like, "Fucking!" Every time I get off the phone to her, I was like, "It's Kelly for Misfits, Kelly for Misfits," and it's just weird how. Yeah, but, uh, listen, right, I'm gonna ask you a question now. You go out for dinner, right? She sticks. You cut- all over Stan Blake. What does Stan Blake do? Nah, we're just Hello? you're cutting out. You hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, we're just mates. It'd be like you, fucking Stan. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Right. Question. Answer this question honestly. Nah. Just- she. She has. You have no choice. She gets you on the bed after the meal. Don't look at me like that. You got me on it. <laughs> it's right, just, she gets you on the bed. She strips off starkers and goes, Stan, I want you. What do you, what does Stan Blake do? It depends if I'm drunk or not. We're just mates. It'd be like you shagging Sarah Beecher. Oh, Stan. Stan, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. But listen, I'll tell you something. If you're talking about fucking someone that, like you, Jessica Alba, for instance, I fucking love her in Honey. If she was standing there in front of me, stark bollock naked, and she said, Ben, come get me, I would have already come by the time she took her clothes off. Yeah, but that's, that's a different thing, isn't it? Well then, don't lie to me, Stan. Don't lie to me. You would be all up in that, like, flies I, around shit. I, I can't think that she'd actually do that, to be fair. This podcast meant to be about you, No, no, listen, we, we're having a conversation. You said to me, Ben, can you come on? We'll just have a conversation for an hour. This is me. This is about both of us. I know, but you're making it pretty awkward because I don't want to have sex with her, all right? So if she's listening to this, she might be offended that I don't want to have sex with her. And you've made it really fucking right, awkward. listen, what's her, what's, what's her name? Lauren. Right, the bird from Mitzvitz who we've just been talking about, aka Lauren, if you are watching this, I'm ever so sorry, but Stan Blade would fuck you if he was pissed. If he weren't pissed, <laughs> he'd have to think about it. She wouldn't fuck me anyway. But yeah, fucking hell, right, Stop playing hard to get, stop playing hard to get, Stan. What's the deal with you and Sarah Beecham? You fell oh, out. I, I, we, you did, fell- we did, we did, we did. We fell out. Um, <laughs> And now we sort of rekindled it. There was a lot of misjudgment and stuff like that. And she was just, um, she was just there for me, but sort of showed it in the wrong way. And then I sort of just got a bit like, oh, a bit too much, and sort of just backed out of it a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, we just sort of rekindled it. Um, we sort of rekindled it. She turned up to my shop with Holly, and like we were the three amigos, like, obviously, as you know. And uh, we were like best friends and everything like that. But it was just the fact that like I sort of shot off. And yeah, partially my fault for sort of concentrating on the things that I wanted to happen. But I just, it was sort of one of them things where it just sort of faded out. And then without sort of being too abrupt with it. And I, like partially my fault for like, but that's what they wanted for me. They wanted me to do something else and they wanted me to do well. But then it come across as if like, oh, they're jealous, not, not, 
support Holly, but Sarah was jealous. Obviously, now I know that's not the case, and like we've moved forward from that and moved on. But yeah, we 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 all coach. We've sorted that out. But there's a lot of there's a lot of other 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 people that I've had falling out with and fucking just not gone back there. And but I'm all about I'm all about when people make the effort to be a part of your life. You got to accept that. Yeah. I'm like when these people sit there and go like fuck second chances blah 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 blah. It's how someone after an argument is how someone shows how much they want to be in your life after an argument rather than the fact that it's just like oh fuck it I fuck them off now they ain't never gonna be back in there. If they make a like like a sub what's the word? If they make a subsequent effort to be in your life, you know, yeah, then yeah. you've got a sort of. Like if they're putting in the work to try and be your friend again and stuff like that, you gotta accept that. Like you can't sit there and be a stubborn cunt all your life. Otherwise, you're gonna have no one. Don't hold grudges. Yeah, because like that's that's what I mean. It's like you've probably had it in your lifestyle where people have fucked off out your life, but they've tried to come back in, and and everyone has that moment. But there's only so long you can be mad for before you then start fucking starts eating you away in that. Yeah, definitely. So. Who do you know on the everyone on the app you've met your friends with you met through the app like one legged dancer I see he's always at your house and stuff like that did you know him before TikTok? Uh, no. So the funny bit about one legged dancer is there's been a lot of people that we are where he's only from like ten minutes up row from me. No. But there's so many people that we're mutual friends with that obviously I met him through the app and then um, it's the case where. We've literally become friends and found out we've got so much in common, so many people in common, and then right, it's gone from there. Like, yeah. but it's not, it's nuts how TikTok brings people together, but it makes you realise how much of a small world there is. Yeah, definitely. Where I live, I live in a little village, don't I, in North Devon, when there's nothing here. Yeah, and, and I've been recognised about four times now, and I never ever thought that'd happen, just from TikTok, because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. And people are like, I've seen you on TikTok. It does make you... Yeah, I know, but... It pranks you out a little bit. Like, it's I've weird, cried, though, I've, isn't it? Yeah, because I've cried on TikTok. I've had fucking rants about the police at my house. I've done... And you think, what have they seen? <laughs> you know what, mm. I mean? what videos have they but seen? The thing that I've learned, though, mate, is there's a lot of... I've had a lot of emotion and stuff that I was hiding for a long time. And for you, it must feel good to get it out and make people actually see what goes on behind closed doors rather than it all being sunshines and rainbows all the time. Yeah. The only time I've cried is when I've tried, I've started coming on to have a little rant about something and then you know your voice just breaks and you start crying and obviously you don't have to post it, but you think I'm going to post it because it's real, isn't it? It's real. You're gone again. Mate. Can you hear me? Yeah, you just cut off again. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you like what? What I, the thing from me is like you with people that are real and who they are online as they are offline. Um, people either love you, hate you. It's like politics, in it. Yeah. Without we, like you're always going to get people that support you and people that hate you. It's going to be the fucking way of life. But these people who play up to try and make everyone like them. That's the thing that I don't get because you're going to live in a world where you're trying so hard for people to like you that you lose yourself. And I think there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it because I've met the likes of Dan Sprague. I've met the likes of Richard Sowles. I've met the likes of all of these, all of these big creators. That are, I wouldn't say much of Richard. I'll take Dan. Well, I will take Dan, for instance. Love Dan. I think he's a cool guy. But when you see him being someone he's not, that's when I start to then go, hmm. Because of the fact that I know who you are. But because you're trying to please all these other people, you lose the core following that you you have, you know? And I feel like the people that were there from the start, like I I said to Richard, me and Richard had the conversation the other day, the fact that he has this RLS group that supported him when he was on 70K, 100K that were there for him. Yeah. When you get this big following, you then start to fade off of the other people that have been there for you. That's when you start to piss everyone off. Yeah. I spoke to Richard when he didn't even have TikTok. He was, uh, um, I think he had it and then he shut it down or something like that. And he was in Birmingham with Dan Sprague and all them at some hotel um, for some party thing. And then he come on. Yeah. 
And he was like, I used to love your videos, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's nice to make friends with you. He said, I'm going to come back on TikTok soon and I'm going to make an account. And then he, I think Dan Sprague done a video saying he's left the GC to concentrate on his own account. And it wasn't so long ago that he wasn't even on TikTok. And now he's... <laughs> and the other day, you got the fucking... You got the one million thing for him. Now you need to get two million thing like fucking a week later. Well, no, that's what I, that's what I said. I was like, I said to him when he come down, I went, oh, for fuck's sake, now I'm going to have to spend that more money to get you fucking two. I've only just got you the one last week. <laughs> but I think that he's... He's the sort of guy where off-camera he's so level-headed about shit. Um, mm. But sometimes that doesn't come across like that. I mean, some people get a lot of people wrong. Like, like if you looked at certain people, like if you looked at, say me, for instance, if you looked on TikTok, you come across me and go, I mean, you're a cunt, this a cunt, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But you didn't see the videos of me sitting there crying because of the support that I've had and the, um, the numbers that I've got and, like, the stuff where I've, lost my business and then what like the year ago I won't have a roof over my head like people don't see that side like it's like you've got loads of different characters and stuff yeah it's exactly. like you Stan if I looked to you I'd, I'd think tough cunt yeah but in, in here it's like you have got feelings and you have got sentimental stuff and I think that the thing with all men's mental health it's all the fact that like you're meant to be looked upon as if you're some sort of fucking old geezer but yeah. even hard geezers cry sometimes, you know? Yeah. So what do you think about the whole mental health thing? Because it makes me, I don't know, it's hard for me. Obviously, I'm I'm happy to cry on there and say my feelings. But then a lot of the time, mm. I'm just thinking this is a fucking trend and I don't want to get involved. And it, it makes me a bit, I just want yeah, to I mean, stay out to, of For me. For me, I don't know how you look upon it, but I see there's a lot of... It's like um, the, it, depression is a very big word nowadays for people who are sad Yeah. for a period of time. And I... I, I, I the reason people don't speak out, it's like bullying. Bullying become a thing where it's like it was chucked out there so much that the people that were actually getting bullied, i.e. fucking heads down toilets, locked in lockers, going in school, being feared for their life to being having a bit of banter with your friends where mm. it got chucked out there so much. It was the fact that there was no line of definition. And I think that there'll become a time where kids at the age of eight will be allowed to use depression as an excuse. And it's not an excuse for fuck all yeah. because you're still in the same mental mind state. You just get in phases where you're just like, fuck, I don't want to speak to no one. I don't want this. I don't want that. But where it's chucked out there so much it's hard to believe who's doing it for attention and who's doing it for actual personal fucking heart. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, mate, I think that it affected, it affected me a lot. There was a time, I think we, we was quite in the same circle was the fact there was this bird going around bipolar bird or something like that at the time. I don't know whether you remember, she was I chucking out a lot of stuff where she was putting on a full face makeup in like fucking the full works yeah. And it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing this? Yeah. What are you doing this for? You know? And I sit there and I go, hold on a minute. I said, there's some women out there and men that can't even get out of bed to put makeup on, that can't get out of bed to even look in the camera. And you are now milking the fuck out of this. The fact that people with depression, like my, me, myself and you, Stan, um, that look at it and go, you are a mockery of what depression is. Because the real people that have the real problems, right, would hide it so much. You know? Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I mean, that's how I look at it. In fact, there's so many people milking it that who are the real people at? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite friendly with that woman, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, look, mate, you're friendly, you're friendly, you're friendly with her, that's fine. But I've got an, like I said, I've got yeah, an opinion, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to say the fact that's how I looked. Maybe it may be different to her eyes, but I mean, there's certain lines of, you know. Yeah, but she does get that a lot. She does get that a lot in sort of comments. But I just think that some. That's how it looks. At the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not knocking her for that. But yeah. it's a case where there's certain things where people go through it at different points. I go through it by looking at ranting in the screen um, and getting emotional at support and stuff like that. Some people like to do that. But the way I look at it, there's so much mockery at the time that it was hard to believe that it was happening. 
Yeah. See, for me, it just puts me off talking about it. And the more be, they're saying, the more we talk about it, the better. And just the more everyone talks about it, the more it makes me not want to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Because I just feel like everyone, everyone's got depression. Everyone's bipolar. Everyone's got ADHD. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because of my, because it's, it's an excuse, and this is what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah, if you're yeah. sad for a day, that does not mean you have depression. The people that have sat there and attempted suicide, and people that yeah. have actually been through physical fucking hurt and shit, yeah. and been through deep dark places, the last thing you want to do, and the reason I, it helps me is when I go through a hard state, mate, I'll fucking rant about it. I don't sit there crying. I sit there yeah. and I'll go like, I, I don't want to feel myself. I don't want anyone to see me like that because Ben rants is the front. You know, yeah. and sometimes Ben Northfield comes out in in certain things, but there's always got to be a front to the fact that something is hurting. But you can tell by someone's eyes, and I've had that a lot, mate. You can tell by someone's eyes that they're fucking down, and you can tell that from you, Stan. When I see some of your videos, and when I see like when you're with Alfie, mate, the the glisten in your eyes is fucking unbelievable, mate. Like the yeah. glisten in your eyes when you are with Alf and he makes you the happiest geezer on the planet. When you ain't with him and you are alone, you see the difference in your eyes. Not, not because of the way you're acting, because you're acting like Stan Blade. Yeah. But you can see the emotion in someone's yeah. eyes when they're going like that. Back to Bipolar Bird. At the time, I don't know her now, so I can't comment on because I don't watch her shit. But at the time that she was doing it, there was a way that you're talking about it, which then deprimands what you're actually going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's my opinion on it. Your friends, uh, that's calm. But yeah. like, that's how I look at it. Because people speak about it in terms of it just being an off-the-throw comment. Yeah. You know? And that's why a lot of people don't speak out. It's because there's so much of it. Like, oh, take this pill. Take that pill. Take this pill. I've been yeah. there, done that. And so have you, Stan. And you know what it's like. You know? Yeah, I always speak and then time I've spoke about it is about pills. When you fucking go to the doctors, say you're suicidal, they give you an antidepressant, you read the side effects, and it says possible suicidal tendencies as a side effect. What the fuck is that about? It's mental. Because it's when, it's when you're coming up, mate, you feel like you're going to fucking proper brown off. I, 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 when, I mean, I, I come off mine early because I just felt so dependent on you. I only took them once. Uh, Cetraline, I think it was called. And because I get high, like really happy moods and then really low moods, and then I'm taking them. So when I'm naturally happy and they're making me happy, I was off my fucking nut and I was staying in my stepmom's spare room. And she was like, I've never seen you like this. You're off your fucking nut. The way I was going yeah. on fucking Facebook and writing fucking rants about that long, about fucking bullshit. I just wasn't myself. <laughs> and then I started going to the gym every day, like one of those 24 hour gyms. Or you can just go when you want. And I just, it's definitely, they say like healthy body, healthy mind. And it's true. It's 100%, mate. When you wake up and you feel good and you're just like up and out and stuff like that, and I'll turn to drink. Like now, I'll go out and have a drink and I know when to stop. Like back in the day, fuck me, I was going all day, every day, fucking turn to it and everything. Because on TikTok, you do look a bit like an alcoholic. Yeah, mate, I feel it sometimes. And do you ever... But no, to be fair, you mate... Feel I, like, I, do you ever, I, have you ever struggled with it, though, properly? Uh, when I was going through my proper depressed state, yeah. Because like, I felt like there was no way out other than go out every fucking night. Go out, do this, blah, 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 blah. But now I know how to control it. Like, if I get home tonight, I'll watch the football, have two drinks, that's it. Like, back in the day, there was a time where I'd sit there and go, fucking, I need to drink until I'm paralytic. Yeah, I'm still like that. I can go months without. I went a whole year without a drink. You know, people always go, I'm not going to drink for my New Year's resolution. I actually done it for a whole year. And it was fucking hard, especially on birthdays and Valentine's Days and fucking Christmas as well. But I'd done it for a whole year and it done me good because I was drinking every day. And then you just get out of the habit and now I can take it or leave it. But when I do drink, I will, I will drink and drink and drink. And if I have a drink on a Friday, I'll be pissed all weekend. But then at the same time, I can go three months without a drink. So it's like binge drink. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what what happened. Last weekend, I went absolutely spastic. (laughs) And then now I'm just a bit like, oh, I can't be arsed. I think you get to that point, mate. I think you you just get to that point where you sit there and you just go, oh, you don't want to touch alcohol. It depends what you do as well. I think everyone, yeah. 
obviously when I home, you're just fucking drinking. Yeah, but obviously when I was younger, drinking it would always end in tears, always getting arrested, always fucking being horrible to, but just out of fucking control. And I think after years of doing it, you just think I can't keep fucking doing that. You know, it depends what you like when you're drunk. Yeah. Some people get happy. Some people are fucking arsehole. I'm fucking. I'm either emotional. I'm either emotional, or I'll offer to suck you off. Like it's either one of the two. I'll either sit there bawling my eyes out because I've been hurt, or I'll sit there and be like, "Oh my god, I love you. Please, let's go upstairs, finger my bum out, or you know." <laughs> but to be fair, me missus don't really like me drinking because I do get a bit like I do either sometimes like if we've had an argument, the it emphasizes a lot of emotion. And then you start writing stuff that you don't mean to write. But in a way, they say like a drunk mind speaks volumes or truths or something. They do say. And it's how you're feeling. But then I think like sometimes it ain't. Yeah, I don't think. They do say the truth comes out when you're drunk, but I don't know if that's true. Especially the things I've fucking wrote. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah sometimes, no. Because I'd sit there and I'd fucking chat shit for ages. Yeah. But some of it I don't mean. Like I'd sit there and invite my whole fucking my whole fucking neighbours out to Ibiza with me to Ocean Beach, get proper sloshed up. She's fucking 94. You know? But that's that's what I'm like. I'm loving everyone and stuff like that. People probably think that when I'm drunk, I've done MDMA. You know, like the feeling when you've done MDMA and you feel like you love everyone and everything and all that. Yeah, well, that's good then. But I haven't. I'm yeah. just pissed. That's a good drunk. Rather than getting drunk. Yeah, sometimes you get a bit, bit low, though, don't you? Yeah, but at least you're not getting drunk and fucking smashing your ass up. Oh, yeah, fuck <laughs> me. Imagine that. I know a few people that have done that, though. Well, yeah, me. Not now. I think you grow out of it. Have as you well. done that? I've smashed loads of shit up drunk and I've been arrested. I've been taken away by the police for kicking off and fucking. But not really now. I don't know if it's an age thing as well. But I was like a naughty kid when I had to go to a naughty boy school and all that bollocks. I nearly went to jail. Yeah, but I can imagine you I can imagine you being like that, Stan, though, to be fair. Yeah, so when you're 18 and you, you just fucking just go off the rails, didn't you? Some, well, some people do. I think when you drink mm. so much, you just say, if you drink that much, you just don't know what's going on, do you? Well, I don't anyway. No, no. And when you're younger, you just go off, yeah. I mean, I... go on. When you're younger, you can't handle as much drink either, I suppose. I can. Have you seen this fucking big up? Yeah, you can. I mean, like 18, first time you go to the pub. Oh, mate, I remember one of the times I was drunk. Fuck. So I'll tell you this story when I was drunk. So me and me and my ex missus with Lanzarote, we went away for a family holiday for a nan's birthday. Listen to this, Dan. Um, she'll probably watch this as well, by the way. Um, so she, so we was on holiday in Lanzarote. We was staying in like and like a bottom thing, the part like a, a apartment thing above the uh, above us, but on the top floor was like all of her family, her nan, cousins, fucking. I've met these people for the first time. We went out to a karaoke bar, got proper pissed up, proper. I mean, I don't remember walking back. I don't remember the geezer offering us cocaine. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like on the Lanzarote strip. I'm sitting there walking back. I'm going, babe, I need a piss. Got back in. I passed out. I woke up to her shaking the shit out of me because I'm physically pissing. You know them things uh, where you can see it uh, fully coming out? Right? Yeah. So instead of instead of me seeing that I can piss, I decided to get up and walk through the apartment to the toilet while still pissing. So <laughs> not only are the sheets covered in the settee, every on the way uh, to the bathroom is. I then went back to bed. Did you have a boner? Up. What? Did you have a boner? Did I have a boner? No, yeah. no, 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 no. This was like fucking, I was sitting there like pissing everywhere. Right? I know, but I didn't know if he was pissing. I might have had a bit of a set. I might have had a bit of a set. I might have had a bit of a semi at the time, but it is hard to piss on a boner. Have you, have you noticed that? That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I don't know whether I had a bit of a semi or something, but there were piss everywhere. <laughs> I've woke up, Stan. I've woke up, right? And I've just, I'm laying on the sheer mattress cover. So, you know, like the plastic one. I'm stuck to it because we're in Lanzarote. It's hot. Next minute, I would knock on the door. 
It's her nan's birthday. All of her family at the door coming to wake us both up. She's already up. I wake up to the sheets hanging over all the doors. The sheets hanging up in the living room of the underground apartment thing that we're in. Sheets everywhere. The mum's walked in, right? And I'm sitting in the bed. Door, like, door was half open, so I can see all the, all the sheets, everything drying out. And all I can hear is her mum go, what's happened here? <laughs> she loved me that much that she said that she had an accident. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sitting there seeing all these piss-covered sheets as me, mate. And she's taking it for the team. I'll never forget that. Never forget that. That's and then nice. I went upstairs fucking hanging out by us, having to sing happy birthday to her nan. <laughs> nah, never again. Fuck you know. Never just, again. Uh... So did you meet your girlfriend through yeah, TikTok? Uh, what, my current? Yeah, so my that was... Current a bit, one what, my current one or my ex one? You was talking about your ex then, weren't you? Well, both. Where have you met all your ladies? Yeah, so... Was meeting so, both on so my, So my... my no, 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 my ex, so I was with three and a half years, um, and I met her through people. Just I was just at a party, met her, started talking to her and whatever. And then there was a few complications where that ended. I cheated on her, she cheated on me, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then obviously my current one, who, mate, she's everything. Um, she, she it was on Instagram. So she obviously was on Instagram. She followed me, et cetera. And then she saw me on TikTok. She was just scrolling through one day, and she went... Oh, how's the house single? How's how how single are you going? Because that's the episode I had going on in a minute. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and then yeah. obviously we got started there, and, uh, and it just went it just went on from there, mate. And now we're what eight months down the line, and we uh, we're like fucking best mates. We are, when we argue though, it goes fucking ape. We go, where we're both stubborn people, it goes fucking off. But when we're with each other, mate, she's like my best mate. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I met Caitlin on Instagram. Yeah. I met Caitlin on Instagram. Did you? She followed me from a musical thing. We never ever spoke. I never noticed her before. We'd never spoke with anything. And I just looked on the the wall of all the different fucking newsfeed or whatever. And she had posted a picture of a black kitten. And I had just got a black kitten. And they all looked the same, didn't they? So I commented saying, oh, you stole, yeah. my, stole my cat or something like that. And then that was it. We just started speaking in the comments about cats. Then I slid in her DM and she was living in um, a house with a boyfriend and I was like, oh, fuck, she's got a boyfriend. And we talked here and there and then fucking we just stayed in contact and she split up with him and she moved out and we ended up meeting up and yeah, she was like 300 miles away and it was, and we thought we'd never fucking meet. Did then, you shag on the first date though? Yeah. She came and stayed at mine and no one stayed at hers for two weeks. When I went to stay at hers, I was like, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to meet your family, like not in a horrible way. But you're fucking. I think she was twenty, and I was like, fucking. I can't remember. I was older anyway, so I felt a bit like I didn't want to meet all her family when she's like twenty years old, and I got all face tattoos and a lot older than her. Do you know what I mean? So she was like, yeah, because they all live in the same area. She was like, yeah, it's fine. That's understandable. We've been there for about two days, I think. And we went out to this park and we come back and the car broke down. So she had to ring up her grandma and her granddad. Then her mum come and everyone come. And I met the whole family on the lay-by <laughs> after like five minutes. That was really nice though. We still get along now, but it's just funny. Not wanting to meet them, to meeting all of them. <laughs> the better, the better, to be fair, that's happened to me though, Stan. It, it weren't that. So I was out shaking a bird over in Tesco Park Car Park in Lakeside. If people are watching this, you'll know where it is. You know, it's a good dogging spot, right? So we was over there, and me and this bird were over there. I told me mum I was just going out for, like, food. Next minute, when I'm in this Fiat 500 over fucking... I'm in this Fiat 500 over... Uh, over fucking Lakeside Car Park with this bird. Bearing in mind, my mum knew who this bird was as well. It was all a bit hush-hush. No one knew. Um... And the bird's car battery died because we left the fucking ignition on while we're fucking, right? right. So the batteries died. This was, this was like 12 o'clock in the evening. Like fucking Tesco was shut, everything. The only person I could think of that would have the fucking like jump leads to start the car was my old man. So I had to call my dad at 12 o'clock to come out to see me and this bird fucking out. 
that no one knew that we were seeing each other or shagging or anything like that come out had to jump the car <laughs> it was the most awkward experience i've ever had and my dad's one of these people that would want a conversation with you so after i've just plumbed this bird in tesco car park it was clear to see that her hair was all mashed the car was steamy fucking everything me dad's rocked up with his jump leads to jump start the bird's car that i was just shagged in fucking tesco car park fucking hell bad though did you, you and it was a family friend as well so you can imagine fucking hell so did your your mum's yeah. your parents seem pretty laid back. Did your mum ever say to you like Ben, you shouldn't really say that in a video? <laughs> um, sometimes, but I think like where people, like where the people that like are around me, like my gran, like was the fucking like my gran don't like swearing, like she's one of these, and I mm-hmm. think that my mum sees it as sort of like I there was a lot of sit down and chats when stuff was going a bit west when I was getting a lot of hate and stuff like that at the beginning mm. um, because of the things I was saying and the democracies that I was sort of causing. We sat down and obviously sort of said about the PG stuff and I obviously explained the fact that it was for my mental health. Like I find a, like going back to the mental health card, like it was a way that I was getting out and releasing an anger, like swearing every other word. I don't know how you feel, Stan, but when you swear and go, fucking God, like start shouting stuff, you release yeah. such a, like an endorphin where you're like, well, I feel so much better. And that's yeah. how I started. Well, I was on Snapchat before and like no one sort of saw it, saw it apart from friends and stuff like that. Um, so it was sort of a getaway and then people just sort of was getting out of it. Um, so I think they are, yeah. Um, but I think other times they sit there and go, right, like he's doing that because of like he's trying to get out of, like he's trying to like let something out. Yeah. Um, and then obviously where it's just the truthful speaking and stuff. I think they know what I'm like off the camera. As long as I'm not, there's been discussions where obviously Ben Rance comes out in the household mm. where I start fucking going in and they sort of humble me and say, like, shut the fuck up. You ain't Ben with us. Like you're Ben Northfield, you're our son with us. And I think yeah. that's the crossover. I think if I was like that off camera, I think there'd be a bit something to say about it. You know? they're, they're both on TikTok. Do they ever get upset with if you get like a nasty comment or something like that? Do they feel like they have to jump in and you're like, Mum, fuck Yeah, I grew up playing rugby, mate. The amount of times my mum's wanted to run on the pitch because someone's funky <laughs> or someone's done something, mate. So I've been there, done that. And my sister's the worst, probably for it now. My mum. My mum sits and goes, he's big enough and ugly enough to look after himself. My sister, fuck me. If anyone come at me, they'd go, my sister's commenting on a few of my videos when someone's giving me hate. And I'll sit there and go, Soph, please, you're not thick. Because you know when you sit there and go, oh, your fucking mum's fought and your belt was full, you can't like. Yeah, yeah. And I'll sit there and go, no, that's not what I need. Yeah. But I think, they're, I think they've sort of learned to deal with that. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. But yeah, if I ever go live and that and someone's horrible to me, Caitlin's straight in there and when they go at them. Which is nice. But I'm like, chill. is it not? Is it nice? Is it nice for you to still be like that with Caitlin? Like, is it really nice? Yeah, like I said, I met a new boyfriend and he was all right. But I'm just like quite pleased because I said to Dan Sprague, I'm fucking terrified of who she's going to meet and who's going to be around my kid. And you can't control it. What she meet? Some fucking arsehole, drug dealer, fucking dickhead. But this guy's like owns his own house. Yeah. He's self-employed and he's really nice and he buys her flowers and all this. Like, so it's the best person for her to be with. So I'm quite lucky. So I just want to get along with him. Do you know what I mean? If she left me and I still loved her and didn't want to split up, then it would be harder. This is what's annoying in TikTok. Yeah. People just don't understand. People just assume that she's left me and I'm fucking heartbroken. I don't know if she's because she's fit and younger than me. But I'm like, I don't want to be with her. You don't know what happens behind closed doors. She's a fucking cunt to me. Yeah. She's been horrible to me emotionally and physically. And now we're not together. Yeah. We're getting great. Do you know what I mean? But people just fucking. It was sometimes like that, I think, though, mate. And people just see her fucking. I think sometimes you have to walk away to realise what, what it really they're, is. They're like, fucking hell, how can you let her go and all this shit? And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> Someone. Do you know what I mean? Some people just see her big tits. Stan Blade, 2021. Well, they're, they're saying that I'm fucking stupid for letting her go. Stan, I can't, mate. That is... 
That's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Someone screen record this and use this as one of Stan Blade's fucking quotes. The only thing people see are her uh, big tits. <laughs> Stan Blade, 2021. <laughs> You know what I mean, though. People are like, "You're so stupid to let her go." I do, I mate. Like, I do get it. People don't. People don't like. The thing that don't, people don't realize is sometimes private life is happy life, and if you want to keep it off there, yes, okay. Partially, like it's like me and El, for instance. Partially, your relationship with Caitlin partially was on TikTok, but no one really yeah. saw what went on to them. But people are going to put their fucking two pen of him, whether everyone likes it or not. You know. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. Uh, there's a... Well, I think now, mate, as long as you're happy, as long as you're happy, she's happy. There's not much else that you... To be fair, mate, you don't own no one. Fuck all. And I've said this, like, people seem to think on social media, if you do something for them, you owe them something. And this is the yeah. way that I don't live my life. If if you're out here doing stuff for people, don't fucking think I owe you something. Like with me, for instance, Dan, you buy, a, you buy one of my hoodies, right? And you sit there and you go... Right, now you owe me something. You wouldn't go to fucking Nike just because you buy their trainers. Go to the CEO and go, you owe me your fucking arsehole. Let me finger it, will ya? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, we are happy, but people don't want to see you happy, do they? If they do, if, if she does a soppy video with her oh. boyfriend, people would tag me and say, have you seen her, have you seen her video? Try and upset me because they think it's going to upset me. I don't give a shit. People are just constant, there. Mm-hmm. But this is what happened. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because people, this is what I'm saying, Stan. People fucking love drama, mate. <laughs> people want people wouldn't tag you in that to see your reaction. It's like when people sit there and mug me off. They know they're gonna get something out of me because I'm gonna fucking go in at them. I don't give a shit what you think about me. You know, the same as you. You don't give a shit that someone's tagging you in that video, but someone yeah. thinks that they're trying to get at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going on with your account now? Are you on a posting ban at the moment? I'm on a posting ban at the moment until Monday, the 28th. I'm back, better, and I'm getting bitches wetter. Like, I can't can't fault it, Stan. You see me? I'm going to start an OnlyFans like you, start spreading my arsehole for money, or just selling pictures of me on the toilet. You know, I don't know. How, how, so, on to you. What, the OnlyFans, how did that sort of, like, come about? Me and Caitlin done it. And me and Caitlin done it because she used to get loads of fucking messages on Instagram. This is about three years ago. Are you on OnlyFans? Are you on OnlyFans? Are you on Snapchat Premium? We never even heard of it. This is like three years ago when it wasn't as common. Everyone's fucking doing it now. What is Snapchat Premium? What is Snapchat Premium? Snapchat Premium is like an unofficial thing. So, you know, if I add you on Snapchat, you can't message me unless we're friends. So if you pay me £10, I'll add you back and then show you my pussy. And sex you and all that. Have you got a minge? No. Can you? Per- can we? How much have I got to pay you to send not, me a picture of your minge? Not personally. I'm giving you an example. So yeah, that's what Snapchat Premium is. Anyway, we had uh, the reason we started is because everyone kept asking us, and you know, some couples have like things on their phone, like between one and another, private. You just videos. thought you make a bit of money out of it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Like, let's fucking do it. So we done snap. We she done Snapchat Premium, and then she got about three hundred quid fucking nicked from PayPal. They stopped it because they thought, why are all these pay ten pounds coming from all over the world? It looks dodgy. So then we joined OnlyFans, which is a more legit site. But this is about three years ago, and then obviously when we split up, we wasn't going to do it anymore. And then when I had my bigger account on um, TikTok. I had all the old birds wanting to flick their fucking middle-aged beans going, I'll join if you make one. And I was Over like, your feet? Well, that and the rest. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I ain't got the confidence to do that. I don't think I'm good good looking enough to do that. I've not got the body for that. I would never, ever, ever dream of people paying to see what if they were fit, I'd send for free. Do you know what I mean? But I just fucking done it. Yeah, I mean, and, I and sent then, my dick out for free. Yeah. Right, so listen, on a real worst, how much money did you earn? Would you say on it? Me and Caitlin used to earn about two grand a month when we were smashing it. But I don't make that much on my own. I haven't really... I, I joined and then I made it and everyone joined on the first week. And now I've just got loads of men on there. I don't know where they come from, where they see it. 
I haven't posted on there for about a month or two months. It's it's not really something that I do at the moment. I need to get a girl on this. So when I move to Leicestershire, I'm going to get on it, put some girls on there. Just say you're friends with Dan Sprague, Ben Rance and that, and then maybe you might get a bit of minge. Well, there's girls I've already spoke to that said that they were happy for me to film them on there, which is fucking ludicrous right. to me. I'm getting paid, so I'm basically getting paid to have right. sex. Are we talking? Who are we talking? Are we talking? Are we talking like above seven out of ten birds, or are we talking like proper mid-level months? No, seven, sevens. Got loads of fit See? birds. I don't know why. I think because I'm funny. No, it's because you've got a seductive voice, mate. I've had a semi the whole half hour we've been talking right now. Your seductive voice with that mic. This is why I do a podcast. Everyone's like, you should do a podcast. So I was like, actually, I do do a podcast. When I'm, <laughs> on, when I'm on the live, they're like, you've got such a good voice. But yeah, there is a few old birds that want to shag me. I can't go there. Sorry, girls. I can't. What's the oldest age you'd go, Stan? I always joke that it's like, 24 but that's a joke I think probably like 28 but maybe 30. I don't know what? I don't like old birds and I don't really like no the birds. oldest I'm talking how old would you go <laughs> that's what I said 28 how old would you go I'm talking like in the 80s no 28 well, you only got, you go to tw- I'd go listen this is the way I look at it right what you'd the, the highest you'd shag is 28 Maybe 33 if they look younger. You're telling me you wouldn't shag a 45-year-old. Like Mary... Nah, bollocks, mate. No. Mary Berry, mate. If she fingered me like she does them sponges, bit of me. You're no. you having me on. I don't like old birds. Do you, then? Right, imagine if... Right, put it this way. Right? So, no, nah, listen, I love an older bird, yeah, but what I'm trying to say, if you think about it business-wise, if you shag someone who's 80... Get them up the duff. Well, obviously, they can't be up the duff, but you get them sort of in the mix of your youngness. She's a multi-millionaire. Imagine the life insurance when you're beating her. She leaves it all to you. You're in the free. You've only got to do that for a couple of years. So I'd probably go about 80. <laughs> well, I definitely think about it. I'm just thinking of the business here, Stan. What the hell was that? It's heard some... Uh, that, was a, that was a motorbike, and I'm currently watching Squirrel on the top of my garage at the minute. Play with Willie. Nice. Well, that it has been... a little bit like you. That has been over an hour now, despite the uh, technical issues. It's been an well, hour and... About an hour and ten. I'm going to let you go. This podcast, well, though... we've smashed it, mate. You listen to it on Spotify. You don't watch it. I'll put a clip on the TikTok. Well, okay. That's fine, because I look clapped. I'm going to put a clip on TikTok, but every time you keep saying something, I'm thinking that's going to be the clip, and then you say something else, and that's going to be a clip. The whole fucking hour, I'm like, that's got to be the clip. That's got to be the clip. <laughs> yeah, but listen, that's what I'm saying. But we've got, we got, you got to get. We'll go, we'll go again, but we'll go like proper deep. Yeah. Okay. And we need to go live as well. This is the other thing I'm Cause getting because I, I feel like this was Stan Blade of Ben Rand's bantering. Yeah. We can go deep if you want. I might do little specials, bonus episodes, talking about an actual subject rather than just talking bollocks. But this is what this is why I do it though, because people just see you on the for you page, don't they? And they don't know you, so they get get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's good chatting to you. The yeah, problem- mate. Well, listen, I'm down. You need to promote it for me, please, because no one's fucking promoting it. I'm getting fucking Dan Sprague with a million followers and then he's not fucking telling any cunts and no one's listening to it. So. You know what I'm like. I tried to, I baited it out yesterday and I was like, Stan, am I allowed to say anything? Did you know I was in your live? <coughs> yeah, I saw you come in. That's what I said. Oh. Stan, mate, I was like, oh, I'm on a podcast with you tonight. Yeah, I was saying Ben, like, yeah, as Phil Mitchell. Yeah, what I mean. Oh, no, I thought you meant the fact that because I said about I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the podcast, yeah, I sat there and I went, I went, oh, fuck, I'm not allowed to say anything just in case it's a surprise. But, mate, no, fuck it. I'm not like all these other pricks. I'll promote it until I'm blue in the face. You know what I'm like. Cheers, man. Um, and they're going to do another spin-off thing where people pick top fives. So we might have to do that as well. 
So you pick top five places that you've had sex or top five embarrassing yeah, stories, top five this or top five that. <laughs> You'll be good at that. Yeah, mate. Well, listen, we'll jump on that. But what I mean is, obviously, just get it get it going. Of course we will. But listen, I've got to shoot. But listen, jump on me, send me a message, and I'll promote it for you. Yeah, because this is going to be out at midnight. Oh, well, this is. Yeah, someone let me down. So I thought I'd jump on you. Um, so he's cutting, cutting it fine. Who let you down? Um, Who let boy, you down? A boy called Jordan. I don't know if you know him. Jordan O. He's a TikToker. He ba- he's only a young kid and he's um, autistic. So you need to cut him a bit of slack. But he basically he lied about being in the army and he got, caught, he got found out. Oh, um, that prick. Oh, yeah, I know he is. <laughs> to be fair though I'm going to say something about him he did he did openly apologise and he did back he did he was very yeah. sorry about it yeah and because the podcast is about TikTok but fuck you Jordan be fuck good, you he'll be a good person to talk to love him or hate him he's... yeah but listen anytime you need me mate you hop on cheers man you too thanks for talking to me and I'll listen suggest- big up Big up, Stan. Message you later. Bye, man. Cheers.